Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. And hello to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm one of your hosts, David, and I'm here with Kyle. Say hello, Kyle. Hello, Kyle. <laughs> oh, shut up. God, this is going to be interesting. Well, and and sober also today, we have... <laughs> oh, Lord. And also we have Douglas. Say hello, Douglas. Oh. Hello, hello. Oh, and unfortunately, guys, Dallas isn't here, but it's because he's celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving, so... Happy Canadian Thanksgiving, Dallas. We're thinking about you. Gobble, gobble, A. <laughs> gobble, gobble, A. <laughs> yeah. And all right, those, all those other Canadian sayings, you know, Michael J. Fox and stuff. Canadian, yay. Woo, Canada. And Uh-oh. also he should be, um, I think he's at his um, mother-in-law's house right now um, eating turkey, so that's good. <laughs> I had to say who's. I'm sorry. So let's just get started. Um, first off, I like to go around. Douglas, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. I went to go see um, the Equalizer, which I know I think you've seen last week, and I uh, mm-hmm. wasn't really sure what it was. It wasn't about. I wasn't. My friend was like, "Hey, you want to go?" I was like, "Sure." I, I knew Denzel was in an action movie, but. Oh my God! What a mm-hmm. film that was! Jesus Christ! I mean, mm-hmm. it was so good. I was like, could not take my eyes off the screen. He was a fucking badass on that show. So I recommend anybody to go out and see it. Um, it's nothing to do with the TV show from the '80s, Equalizer. I don't think because it's, it's a totally no. different storyline. But um, it was intense. And uh, other than that, I finally moved this week into my own place for the first time in X amount of years, and it is amazing to finally live by myself. So that's a huge plus for for me. So that's about it. Um, oh, yeah, well, yeah. oh I, for, I, I forgot one more thing. I had this Check. random date last night with a guy mm-hmm. built like a brick shit house that I had no idea. Oh. I mean, I just, it, just, it, it just happened to be a friend of a friend who wanted to go out and take me to have some wine. And uh, mm-hmm. I really got I, I really to stop putting myself down thinking that I can't uh, date anybody just because of my illnesses and stuff. My physical illnesses and stuff. So uh, it was a mm-hmm. fantastic night. And uh, who knows if there, I mean, well, there, there will be a date here because he wants to go see the Liam Neeson movie. So so that was that was the other thing I did. Other than that, that's all. Oh, so he was the one you went to the movie with. Interesting. You said friend. Hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Ah, mm. So, whore. Anyways, um, I think that you were talking, um, the the TV show you were talking about and I was getting it confused. I think you're thinking of Spencer for Hire. Are you thinking of Spencer for Hire with Robert Aldrich? No, I'm talking about the actual show called The Equalizer. Okay, because that, that was in, in London. 80s. Yeah, that was that was filmed in London. So this is all filmed in Boston. Thank you very much. And um, the I don't know if anybody noticed, but me. Well, you didn't you didn't watch Guiding Light, Doug, but the guy in the restaurant that Denzel fought with the um, utility worker vest, that is mm-hmm. Johnny Messner. He was Rob Lane on um, Guiding Light. So that was a cool thing to see him there. Oh, okay. 
Yep. And the street that they're walking down at the very end, that's like South Boston. So I was like, yeah, Boston. I love anything to do with Boston. We're starting to film yeah, a no. lot. A lot. Well, that's, so. that's great. Now, were, were you able to see any, like, were you around that area when they were filming this movie? I was, uh, this was last summer. I was unemployed. I didn't want to waste the gas going up there uh, because the trip yeah. up there would take about the same amount of gas it would be a day's work. So I just decided yeah, not to. But, yeah, um, yeah it was, now that I'm moving back, I'm going to be able, they actually have weekend shots up here. You will you can work a weekend, um, like a Saturday or a Sunday here, just one day because they want to film one scene and they they don't want you in another scene because it, it messes up the continuation. So there's a lot of stuff that's, that's filming here and well in Boston, so I can't wait. Yeah. So that's good though. What about some city what in about you? Person. What's that? I, well, I was just saying it's good to have some money brought to the city. Thank, thank you. Hello. And I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with David Harbour, the guy who looks like Matt Damon. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. No. The guy who nope. was in the Equalizer that was um, Denzel's like cop counterpart, I guess you could say. The one he chained to the wall. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah. Doesn't look yeah. like Matt Damon a little? A little, yeah. No? Oh, God. The mm-hmm. things I would do to that man. Anyway, um, Kyle, what about you? How's your weekend going? Um, my weekend was nice. Um, I didn't um, do too much. I mean, Friday just kind of um, hung out at home. Um, the night before, some friends of mine invited me to um, the MoMA for um, an event, a members event that they're members of, so I got to be a plus one. So we got to see the Matisse cutouts exhibit, which was really, really nice. But the fun thing, I mean, that was fun, but on the way there, walking up the street, I guess another part of the MoMA building has, they do film festivals and such, so they were doing a mm-hmm. the premiere at the film festival of the Jeremy Renner movie, Kill the Messenger, so they had like the whole, mm-hmm. I was looking through the window and I saw the press and they were taking pictures, but there were people in the way, but I got a brief glimpse of Jeremy Renner, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, cute. then yesterday, just went over, a friend of mine had a dinner party, so I went over to that. Um, I made some. I made an appetizer, some deviled eggs that went over quite well. They were uh, beet pic- beet pickled deviled eggs. They were gives you you soak them in like pickled beet juice for a, a day, and it gives you this nice maroon color to the egg. So it really looks pretty on the platter. And then you just, you know, so it was a, it was a nice relaxing weekend today. You know, I was just um, shopping with some friends because we're going to a wedding next weekend, which is you know why I can't join next weekend and. So it was just an overall relaxing day. I'm trying to beat a cold, so I've been taking mm-hmm. NyQuil and DayQuil, so because um, it's been going on the office. But other than that, I'm doing well. Thank you. Sounds like a lot of beating going on with you this weekend. Interesting. Um, that was no day. These were all with friends. <laughs> well, I just feel like, and I told I told you this before we started the show. I feel like you're more busy now than when you lived in California. I feel like you're always doing something. Well, you know what the weird thing is, David, and I thought about this the other day as well. Since I've moved to New York, and many people were telling me that that's just the New York culture, like you meet friends out more than you have people over. Last night being the exception mm-hmm. of having a dinner party. Well, of course, my friend, um, he and his brother have a, a condo here, and it just it's just 
stunning. It's just beautiful. It has a great view and stuff. So he has the room for to host a nine-person dinner party. That was nice. But, no, you're right. It's like when I was in San Francisco, there were so many times after work that if I didn't do something with people after work, I just went home, and every day I was doing homework. Here, I'm trying to reconnect with a lot of people that, like, I have – Silly, but I have a list of all the people that I know that lived in, that moved to New York for work or whatever, and I'm going through mm-hmm. it just making sure I touch base with everyone because it's like now that I'm in New York, it's like I at least want to connect with them so I can kind of expand my friend base and just make sure, you know, I don't feel mm-hmm. I have a new network of friends, which is great. So through a couple mm-hmm. of friends, you know, I'm going to brunches and stuff and meeting new people, but it's like I still have a number of people that I have yet to see. And a lot of it, excuse me, it's like, it's like work trying to, like, make plans to see someone because everybody's got lives, you know? It's like mm-hmm. sometimes when, when you get home, you just want to kick your feet up and watch some TV and be done. Right. I want to come home, drop off my bag to turn around and go do something else. Because that's like, like in San Francisco, since it was much smaller, it was easy to do that. My friendship network was a little bit smaller. So it was like mm-hmm. we saw each other on the weekends or whatever. But here it's like I think once I establish all this stuff and then maybe I can take it easy. <laughs> I think um, I, that's not – not to mention, go ahead. No, and I was going to say, not to even mention, like, I have yet to – because I talked to him before I moved here. I have yet to talk to Jamel since I lived here. And it's like he's just in Brooklyn. I mean, it would be stupid of me not to at least reach out to him to say hi and just kind of meet up with him and have, like, coffee or something, you know? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't think it's stupid at all to create a life. That's something that I actually want to do because – when I, like I said, when I moved to Boston the first time back in 2007, I just said, oh, I'm moving to Boston. It's going to be fabulous. But I didn't do any of the things that I wanted to do. So I, I left in 2011, and I just kind of felt like hmm, I wasted my time there. So I think, it's, I think a, a list is a great idea, and I'm actually going to utilize that to myself. So. Cool. So great. You guys sound like you had fun weekends. How about you? And, and yeah, I was going to say, how about you? <laughs> I um, have been packing, and in the midst of packing, I, I know that I posted on Facebook and you guys have seen it, I, um, I'm packing for the last time because I don't intend to move back home ever again, obviously, because I'm almost 40. But underneath my bed is a box, and I'm like, what's this box? And I open it up, and it's letters, cards, notes, pictures, all these things from my high school and college that I kept. So I'm posting them online because I have a um, 20th high school reunion next month. And I have to tell you, as I'm reading it, I'm going to have to change my mind from my own words and my friend's words. I had a pretty good experience in high school. I can't even believe, I was like bawling hysterically reading some of the things that these girls were saying to me, you know. I was saying, you know, this guy's picking on me, and they're like, you can be who you are. Who cares? And I have a crush on this guy, but I don't want to tell him because I think he's going to hurt me. Well, you got to be who you are. If you feel like you you want to tell him, talk to him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, these women were so amazing. And I'm friends with all of these women through Facebook still, so I can't wait to see them and give them big hugs and tell them how, how awesome they are and how if I didn't have them in my life, I probably would have had a different path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my, even my, you know, sister Jamie, I found a freaking five page letter. This girl wrote me. I don't know why she wrote me a five page letter. I don't, I don't get it. We saw each other every day, but this girl wrote me a five page letter. And I was like, Oh my God. 
And, um, yeah, it was just good seeing those memories. I also made time to see um, Dracula Untold, which was a sick movie. Oh, my God, I loved it. I just, it was romantic. It was scary. It was dramatic. It was sad. Oh, God, I loved it. And Luke Evans looked balls. So, um, yeah. That's good for, I'm glad you said that because about four or five people on my timeline said it was horrible, so that's why I haven't seen it yet. What? Did they see the same movie? <laughs> yeah, I almost I love it. it. Maybe I'll see it later today. I loved it. I, I can't, you have to like that genre, number one. And number two, yeah. you have to put aside Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula 2000, uh, Nostradamus. You have to put aside all those other Draculas and focus on this one. Now, the reason why yeah. I like this one is because it reminded me of this book I read back in 2008 called The Historian, which basically was a, uh, a quote, end quote, real account of a woman encountering Vlad, Prince Vlad the Impaler. And that he was a real person who became a vampire, and that his vampire vampirism is a disease, not like him. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it was it's like a seven hundred page book. It was so amazing. So that's another goal I have um, that I'm going to have to write down to get back into reading when I move back. But mm-hmm. but yeah, those those have been my busy things, and I also caught up on some TV. Um, mm-hmm. Freak Show was amazing. Mm, I was um, hoping you were going to talk about that. Oh yeah, so let's just get into it. Um, what mm-hmm. did you, did you see uh, Freak Show, Kyle? Yeah, I did. What did oh, you good. think? Uh, um, I I liked it. Um, okay, that I means had, he hated I, it. Hated no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, I liked it. Um. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's only one episode in, so it's just going to be. Um, and then, of course, you know, next week we have Icky Emma Roberts joining the cast. But um, mm. I was trying to figure out why Kathy Bates was. Um, I figured she was doing a Baltimore accent, accent only because she sounded like John Travolta in Hairspray. So she um, did. I figured that out. Um, that's Baltimore. So, um, but I liked it. I mean, I liked it. I'll give it a go. I mean, definitely. I expected Tracy Turnblatt to come out and be like, Mama! But she didn't, so. <laughs> it was, that accent was killing me. Now, how do you, do you think that she's um, a lesbian who's in love with Jessica Lange's character? I didn't really give it that much thought yet. I totally got that vibe, that she was totes in love with her character. But I have to say, the, and I know this is going to sound so weird, but the cutest moment of the show, you got to let me explain this because it's going to sound kind of sick, is when um, Evan Peters, with his dick hands, was giving that girl the massage of her life. And the look on his face was insanely <laughs> adorable. I mean, I was just like, I love, I just wanted to smush his face. That's all I could think of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was so cute. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being her? Oh, Lord. Well, that was weird, though. So his his deformity is that he has dicks for hands. I mean, that's not a bad no, thing. He, no, no. It's just, they're not it's dicks for hands. It's, like, it's, like it's lobster hands. Lobster hands. <laughs> <laughs> I call him dick hands on social media. 
Well, no, I think no, it's, it's well. I mean, she probably got more pleasure out of it because she had two holes to fill, but we only have one. So, yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy, yeah. Jesus. You are and just got, oh and my people. God. People, he's not even drunk. That's the funny part. Um, Doug, Douglas, what do you think? Um, you know, uh, I'm a huge fan of you know, as, as everyone here is of the show, and I'm you know. It sucks waiting, you know, eight to nine months for the new season to start. So we knew, after, you know, we talked about this earlier in the year when, when we were on, you know, that we learned about the, that the the theme of it was going to be freak show. And a lot of people are scared of clowns. And there's been all kinds of, I'm sure if you see mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook, all kinds of different clowns. And Twisty the Clown, which is the, 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 the villain clown from uh, Freak Show, has been all over the place. And uh, let me tell you, I mean, that, that clown is pretty fucked up. Um, you know, I'm not as scared as I was as, as I was when I was younger, but it was really freaky because I watched it at, at night, and that 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 makeup and that half mask thing just really, really is going to be very terrifying for the next 12 or 13 episodes. But uh, overall, I thought it was um, if I'm going to watch it again tonight just to have it in my mind for the next episode. Um, I I really hate when people spoil stuff, and um, I lost a good friend, not really a really good friend, but someone who I've known for a while because they not only spoiled Gone Girl, um, which I actually avoided the Gone Girl spoiler, but they also uh, spoiled something from episode three of the season of Freak Show. And when I when I brought to the attention, I know this is off topic, but when I brought to the attention of the person, very friendly on Facebook, I said, could you please not spoil anything, especially when it comes to uh, Freak Show or any, any, anything, please. Well, I got blocked. Uh, I got blocked from all social media and everything like that. So I just, I just don't like when people go on your Facebook and 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 do that. Now I don't mind spoilers and because you know when we're talking about soaps, but when it's about something you know that we waited eight months for and, and ruined something from episode three, it's like really. But anyway, I love the show. I'm anxious to see what the characters are going to be like. There's some people that haven't even been you know on yet, like uh, uh, Michael Chiklis and Emma Roberts, and mm-hmm. there's so many more people to come. The three-breasted uh, uh, Angelica. Or uh, Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's going to be some. It's going to be really great. But it was just. It's nice that um, Evan Peters had more dialogue in this first episode than he did the whole last season. So it was. It was nice to see him talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't take. So. Um, so. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, David. No, no. I was just going to comment on um, the show, but you haven't made your comments yet. So. Yeah. Go ahead. I liked it. I um. I liked it. I. I was scared of clowns, but here's the reason why I'm scared of clowns. I'm a, more of a cerebral person, so the freaky part of me is not his makeup. The freaky part is not even when Heath Ledger had his makeup and it was running down. The freaky part is that the clown walks up to this girl, all sweet and nice, presenting her with flowers, and then all of a sudden he just gets crazy insane. That's what scares the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. If you don't come up to me... With your intentions already, okay, good. I, 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 I'm like, oh, okay, I trust them. And I'd be like the girl. I'd be like the stupid white girl. Oh, my God, hi, clown in the middle of nowhere. Hi. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he beats the hell out of her boyfriend. Was that really your voice? Like, <laughs> so, that was um, really good voice. Yeah. And, oh, my and God, so I'm I like, loved it. <laughs> I know it turns you on, but I'm over you. Um, I just, Ooh. I don't know. It was just. It's just creepy when they don't make their intentions known, and that's what scares me about clowns. And, of course, the yeah. fact that I watched It as a kid and that I watched the Poltergeist. Um, clowns in space. 
Oh, Poltergeist, yeah. Poltergeist really didn't. Oh. Poltergeist scared me only because I have a clown, like a fake little clown thing that looks like that thing. That's why it scared mm-hmm. me. But otherwise, clowns don't really bother me. It's just I'm scared of what their intentions are. It creeps me out. Yeah. It creeps me yeah, out. Pult- Poltergeist so. did it for me as a kid. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, mine was it. With um, and of course, Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Woo. The teeth. I just remember the teeth. And I, every time I see a clown, I try to make them smile because I want to see their teeth. Once I see their teeth, I'm good. <laughs> but um, what were you going to say, Kyle? No, I was going to say the one thing that I, I was thinking, and another friend of mine said the same thing whenever um, Jessica Lang got up there to sing, and I'm like, and then you show next week, and then um, Sarah Paulson's going to sing. It's like, oh, my God, please don't let me, Ryan Murphy, bring his glee crap to here, and that was just going to mm-hmm. segue into our glee talk about uh-huh. Leah Michelle. <laughs> but I was yeah. like, Good segue. saying that. Good segue. But, that, yeah, that. and then we also have uh, – She's going to be seeing Atlanta Del Rey later in the season, too. So it's just like, okay, please, let's not. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, Kyle. Just please don't. don't. Like, please don't in the spring. So the segue that Kyle's talking about is Leah Michelle. And let me set this up for you. I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. set this up and then I'm going to go deeper. First off, um, Leah Michelle was on a red carpet and Jessica Lang walked by her and Leah was like, hi, Jessica. And Jessica walked past that bitch and didn't even acknowledge her. Did not even acknowledge her. And Leah did the full commit. She looked at her face to the back of the head, smiling while cameras are going, and Jessica just kept walking. So that's the high-level version. So let me, let me go a little deeper for you guys. Don't get excited, Kyle. Mm-hmm. So Leah Michelle was on the red carpet at the American Horror Story freak show premiere. For five minutes, she was posing, posing, posing. People are like, Leah, 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 posing, 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 posing. Jessica Lange is like, this bitch is not even on the show, and she's posing at my premiere like she owns the place? Oh, hell no. Let me read this bitch real quick. She walked by her. She's like, oh, Jessica... Jessica? Jessica, hi. (laughs) That's why Jessica walked past that bitch, because she was like, no, she's not trying to hog and steal the spotlight from me, and she didn't do a damn thing on the show. Well, and Ken Buck, Jessica Lang has no freaking clue who Leah Michelle is. Who she is. Yep, yep. And she's probably someone. And I'm sorry, you've been posing there for five freaking minutes like some starlet, like you're no one. It's like she probably walked by thinking you were just some Hollywood wannabe and you weren't anybody. If you were somebody, you posed, 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 and kept walking. But you're right. It's like, and then she saw her. She saw her Glee cast, and she's like, oh my god. (laughs) So she poses with the Glee cast, but Jessica didn't care. Jessica didn't care. I'm sorry, so I don't blame Jessica. Is, I would have walked. Better, you know what I would have done? Lee does it anytime soon because she ain't going to have shit to do afterwards. Well, that's the thing, Kyle. This is the last season for Lee. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave up three seasons ago, so. Oh, shit. It's only been on for five. Um, so <laughs> if and the season got cut in up. half as well, so it's only going to be 12 episodes. <laughs> well, if I was Jessica, I would have stopped, looked at her up and down, and then kept walking. That's what I would have done. Oh, so I'm a bitch that, like that. that would have been epic. I'm a yeah. bitch like that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so, that's what, that'll what do you guys think? 
that's what two Oscars will do for you, give you a little bit more class. <laughs> Thank you. Something that Liam Michelle will not never have, sorry. No. What do you People's guys think Choice of the Award disc, nominee Kyle? is not enough. What? So, Kyle, what do you think of the disc? <laughs> I thought it was epic. I loved it. Loved it. I, I, I'm because, not going to lie. You know, you already, you already know that I, I think Liam Michelle is just picky now. Um, mm. So it's like, I love that the fact that it was her. But. By <laughs> <laughs> <Right>, Jessica <laughs> Lang. You know, Jessica she got dissed by like the Jessica Freakton Lang. Yes. By a huge star. <laughs> Douglas, what do you think? Um, I, you know, when Glee first came out, I thought, oh, I lo-, you know, she's she's got a great voice. She's, you know, and then mm-hmm. she, well, as we talked about many times on 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 the show before, when Glee, you know, when we would talk about Glee, you know, it, the, the show became the Rachel Berry show, and. Mm-hmm. I just got I just got so sick of her, you know, and, and it was nice because there were some episodes in this last season for those who watched that there wasn't that much of her, and I actually enjoyed, even though I know you and I discussed it that this last season was not what we wanted it to be, but it was still there, and it, but it, there was less of her. So for Jessica Lang to 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 snub her, and I kind of think when I first saw this, I thought what Kyle thought, like Jessica is you know way up here. And, and and Leah, unfortunately, I'm sorry, is way down here. So she may have not even known who she is. But still, why sit there and pose, 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 and then go pose with the Glee cast when this is all about the premiere of American Horror Story? So it right. should be more called American Horror Story for her because she's just, uh, you know, a camera whore because she yeah. it, like, it is not going to have much of a success. She has released a book. It's a New York Times bestseller. Um, great for her. Glee's ending. She has an album that didn't do very well. What's next? Or, sorry, you're you're great, but get a nose job. Next, sorry. Oh shit! And the thing I didn't like about <laughs> about Glee and about her, they started comparing her to Barbara freaking Streisand. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? No, 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 no. They were comparing her to Bar. No. Oh no. No, 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 no. You don't compare no. her to one of the greatest singers of all time. Hell, to the Nizzo. No. But mm-hmm. the interesting fact, I think I think um, somebody is paying them, um, and it segues to E News. I was I picked up E News again, and as I'm watching E News, <laughs> no, guess that you have a love relationship E-news, with them. Guess who was the hottie of the week? Take one guess. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. Leah freaking Michelle. Are you kidding? I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. I almost fell out the bed. I was like, are you kidding me? Who was she paying to get out of the week at E! News? (laughs) No, that's that's why E! is struggling. E! is the struggling network, and they're just grasping it. This is who they're picking as hottie. No one's fucking watching that show. It's a network. Well, which leads us to um, my little victory. I... um, told you guys a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, how I was done with E! News because of how they vilified that girl. Well, it turns out, as I, I, I really miss E! News. I'm, like, the only person that watches it, apparently. But I miss it. It's my, you know, pop culture diet. It's part of my diet. And um, I tuned in this weekend, and Juliana wasn't on there. So I was like, oh, yeah. So as I tuned in, they said, um, Ava Sabina London transgendered model. I'm like, oh, they said transgender model. 
I won. So I feel like I have a victory there, even though I probably don't. Um, but it's interesting that they kind of backtracked a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that noticed it because I'm the only one that watches. But I just felt so mm-hmm. vindicated when they did that. Especially yeah. well, since... I, I know you've had an issue with that, so that uh, was good. You know, I just, I'm not trying to be an advocate for the trans community, but if you look and do any type of research with the trans community, people think that they are freaks. They should be on freak show as far as people are concerned. And I feel Mm -hmm. like they don't have a home. They're not straight people. They're not gay people. They're somewhere in the middle. And I just Mm -hmm. feel so strongly about them, not as an advocate, but just as somebody who's, I don't think if I wrote those, if I didn't write those three books, I probably wouldn't be as upset about it as I am. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like Desiree's almost somebody that I know and care about and I want to like defend her, you know? Even though she's a fictional yeah. character. But um but then they played after they said, you know, a transgender model, then they played <clears> the case <throat> of her talking to Hank, saying, Oh, are you gonna pay my five thousand dollar rent? Because I had rent coming up. I was like, Oh, she a bitch. She a bitch. So I don't mm-hmm. excuse what she's done, and I don't excuse what yeah. she stands for. I just didn't like what, what how they were um, talking down about her. But she—that's nasty. How you gonna? Oh, and I don't know if he paid her for her services or her silence. But I just yeah. think that that is just wrong. Dot com. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was just a personal issue of mine. Sorry, I just had to bring it up. Um, yeah. I like E! News again. Yay. Um, yeah. Yeah, speaking I, of I tragic your train wrecks. I enjoy your tweets regarding E! News. You <laughs> crack me up with those tweets. <laughs> so, speaking of tragic train wrecks that they actually were commenting on, uh, can we talk about Amanda Bynes for a minute? Oh, my Lord. Um, Poor Amanda. Well, Kyle, she's in your neck of the woods. Maybe you could help her. No, she's in L.A. now. They, she's, she was involuntary committed to psychiatric evaluation. True. So what happened was, for anybody but who's I did not watch, going to know... I did watch the video ahead. of her at Bloomies. Um, Kyle, can you explain what, what you mean by that? Because I didn't see it. Um, basically, there was camera security footage of Amanda Bynes while shopping at Bloomingdale's here in New York um, started dancing. You know, and some people, you know... People dance and, wherever they are. But she started yep. dancing a little wildly by herself. Um, and okay. security came up to her to kind of say, you know, Miss Bynes, um, can you knock it the hell off? And then you, <laughs> I, I didn't listen to it with any sound. I don't think there is any. I don't know if there's sound or not. But the next thing I know, the security guard is standing there in front of her. And she puts her arms, her hands on his shoulders and starts twerking and dancing around him. It's Stop. just fast. It's just a mess. You have to look it up. It's crazy. Stop it. Did what you see it, Doug? Uh, yeah, I saw the video. Yeah, it was just when too she much. Started, I, was thinking, uh, when, I mean, I, I swear, when the security guard is in front of her and she's dancing, but when she put her hands on him and started twerking, I'm like, you did not. You did not. It's like, oh, my God, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. I just hope she doesn't go down the same lane as uh, these other young girls that are, you know, the Lindsays and the Paris's and all them that went, went go crazy and and well I mean Paris is okay now but you know Lindsay went crazy we, we all watched it unfold on the, the Lindsay show and it's just I hope she 
doesn't well, you just, they just need more. to help. You know, didn't Demi Lovato, um, who I think is trash anyway, went, didn't she, like, slap one of her dancers and she was kind of, yep. she went to some anger management course because she was a little bit, you know, Texas cray-cray. He punched her in the face. Um, he punched her yeah. in the face. Yeah. And then, what's you, wrong with I these mean, kids? I don't know what's wrong with Selena Gomez, but it's like, um, I really don't, because I thought she was smarter than what she's exhibiting with Justin Bieber. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Okay, sorry I'm laughing, but I'm watching the video without sound. She is insane. <laughs> I don't even know if there is sound now. I can't deal. I cannot. Oh, my God. She's, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't deal. I can't deal. I love this video mm-hmm. so much. But first of all, she's really thin, isn't she? She is. Yeah, she lost a lot of, lot of weight. And but FYI, here's she's a, here's not, an she's not a fact. tiny girl. Right. She's a tall drink of water. Right. Mm-hmm. And here's here's an interesting fact. She's engaged to a 19-year-old boy. Did, did you guys know that? Well, I don't know if that's part of the cray-cray. I mean, first she accuses her father of, you know, abuse, and then she's doing... So I don't know what's real and what's not. Right. Well, the boys come forward and said that he is engaged to her, but he's 19 and she's like 27. So, well, um, well, but big deal. Like the guy, the Duck Dynasty son is 19, and apparently he's engaged. But I don't want to spend any more time on Duck Dynasty anyway. So, uh, yeah, if you look up the Duck Dynasty without their beards, they were hot. Like I'm not even gonna like <laughs> hot. Okay, next. Keep going back to Amanda. Oh, 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 shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, so speaking of Duck Dynasty, the young kid is engaged. I saw that today. That's what I just said. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, I was pulling up I was pulling up a link for another story. Go ahead. And, he, and he's totally Sorry. adorable. He, he is, yeah. yeah. He's cute. Um, <laughs> I plucked yeah. that duck. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> no, he didn't. I knew that was I didn't coming. say any. Fuck <laughs> fantasy instead of Duck Dynasty. I said... I said pluck, P L O C K. Yes, we know. We no. I know. Pluck the duck. I get it. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. Um. So I had a funny thing happen this weekend. Over um. <laughs> yesterday was uh, Trevor Donovan's birthday. Did you see that tweet? Anyone? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I loved it. I told him. I said. Um, I sent out a picture of him with some bitch all over my man. It was almost like Janet Jackson from the 90s, but she was her hands were on his stomach. And I said, um, happy birthday to my future husband. And he replied. He said, thanks, my future wife. I loved it. Of course, he, he was like saying, a nice you know, guy. Well, of course, shut up, bitch. Of course, he was saying, you know, I'm straight and it'll never happen. But I didn't take it that way. I thought that that was a legit marriage proposal. Okay, I think. Um, hi, Amanda. Um, can... <laughs> no, if I was Amanda, I would say I want him to murder my asshole. All right, and I didn't and say that. Dan- and you'd be dancing at TJ Maxx, so <laughs> yeah, because I can't afford Barney. Um, <laughs> I don't. And, and another thing, back to Amanda. How is she making her money? How how is she living? Oh, she's probably getting res, you know, res, res, uh, those checks you get, residual, residual checks from residual. like uh, the Amanda Show and Hairspray, speaking of Hairspray. I mean, you know, her random little things. She, I mean, 
because this bitch, she hasn't worked, and she also got kicked out a couple of months ago from the fashion school she was in. So she's got nothing going on right now. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone who does have something going on, and I don't know if that was an easy transition because this is just a, a really, 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 really sad story. There's a woman named um, Brittany Maynard who um, found out she's terminally ill, and she said that she wanted to go out with dignity. So she's actually going to kill herself on November 1st. Now, I know that sounds, it sounds very, what's the word? I put it very simply. But what she's going to do is she's actually going to take pills to kill herself, and it's going to be a a legalized, um, not a legalized, she's going to adopt the hospital to perform this procedure because she doesn't want to live with the terminal illness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel some kind of way about this. What do you guys think? Honestly, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, well, I have been following. One of you bitches, go ahead. Minutes. Okay. Did you say one of you bitches give head? Okay, hold on. Let me get on my knees. Oh, Lord. No. Sorry. Anyway, but seriously, um, there are three states in the United States that allow the, um, it's called, well, for example, Oregon. It's called Oregon Death with Dignity. The family and her actually relocated to Portland, Oregon, where she was able to take advantage of this uh, uh, Dignity Act. Um, This act allows mentally competent, terminally ill adults that have less than six months to live to actually you know, end their lives with uh, medication administered by um, their own terms and uh, by a doctor on their own terms. And uh, it's it's really got a lot of controversy on The View and The Talk, a lot of the shows that I've been watching. And it, the question is, you know, could you do that? And what if one of your loved ones was planning that and how would you, how would you feel? And so that was going to be my rebuttal question back to you guys. But for me, I, I you know, I don't have anything as traumatic, traumatic as that, but um, if I, I would not want to live in pain and, and, and or suffer. Um, you know, killing yourself, of course, is you know not a great thing. Of course, uh, you know we have we deal with that every day on a regular basis. But this situation is a little different. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes just to think about. It. I'm watching her video. I don't know if anybody's seen the video that she she did. Um, it really is heartbreaking. So. Um, you know, she's she's very courageous to be able to tell her story that she's dying and alert that Americans do have a choice, you know, to to end their lives, you know, legally in three states. But um, I guess my question would go back to you after you guys answer, after you guys talk about it as well. So, Kyle? Um, thanks. My honest opinion is, like, just growing up Catholic, you know, it's always been treated as, like, it's something you don't do. It's kind of a selfish act. Um, when you think about your loved ones and also um, that you're you're playing the part of God. However, putting that aside, since I'm not all that religious, I'm just putting that out there. And for me, for me, honestly, um, if whether or not I agree with it, it's really not my place to say anything or have any thoughts about it, only because it's not my life. I don't know. I mean, it's not the same situation. Granted, more to that probably with the rebuttal, but honestly, it's like, it's a brave enough choice to do that. So the only thing I can say is that I, I wish her and her family well, and that they, if they've all made um, 
peace with it, then that's all I can really say about it because it's really, you know, it, not being in that situation, not really, it's not really my place to judge anything about what someone else does with their body and their self. It's like I need to, you know, a lot of people like to think that they do can tell other people what they can and cannot do, i.e. abortions and gay marriages and such, but I think it's none of my business. So I, I do feel sorry for her and um, feel bad for her because I'm, this is, I mean, it's her life and her husband and her family and stuff. But, I mean, if they're, if she's willingly making the choice, which I'm sure what it sounds like, she didn't just make this decision on her own. I'm sure she came to grips with it with other people as well, including her husband, and it's just something they chose to do. So, I mean, honestly, more power to her for making such a brave decision on her own, you know. But it's almost it's almost kind of heartbreaking because it's like you're, you don't know what you, – you cannot honestly predict what your life will be with the illness. So what, perchance, are you missing out on by doing this, you know? <coughs> you got to think about that, mm. too. So that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just oh, – it's just an awful situation for – everybody around, but I think the only, like, I I agree with everything that you said. I think the only, I guess, good thing about this is that she gets to die on her terms, and she gets to say goodbye to everybody, and they get to be around her when she passes, and she doesn't, it's not going to be a sudden thing. Oh, my God, she got into a car accident and died. I mean, she still could by, by November 1st, and it would still be sad, but this is more of a, a a choice, a celebration, I guess, because isn't it on her husband's birthday or something like that? I think I can't it's the day remember. after. Oh, the day after. Well, I mean, that's horrible for him, you know, poor guy. Um, but I, I just think it's um, it's a good choice for her to make if that's her decision. I personally... And it's not because of religion. It's more about selfish. I have so much to do or that I want to, wanted you in my life. If I had mm-hmm. an illness, I would stick around. I mean, they helped cure one of the Ebola patients. So one out of, you know, how many have died. But one of them stuck around and one of them's cured. So, and look at, look at HIV. They've pretty much found a way of dealing with the disease. I don't know if there's a cure yet, but there's definitely treatments out there. I mean, people Mm -hmm. were living a month or two. Well, now they're living 10, 20 years. So I I don't know. I guess I would, I would have to stick around. Um, But I, I, just like you said, Kyle, I think she's brave for putting her story out there because I don't think a lot of people would. So, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and, I, um, and I made a mistake with that. It's actually five states, Oregon, Washington, Montana, Vermont, and New Mexico all have that uh, uh, death with dignity act. So that's five states. Um, just to segue just a little bit, um, speaking of the state, um, I just read somewhere that gay marriage is legal in how many states now? 35. Is the can you believe that? That is insane. Since 2005, I know Massachusetts was legal in 2005. Hawaii was legal, and then they took it back, and 
I don't know what's going on there, but 35 states. And you know what the holdouts are, all the southern states. Duh. You know? Um, I, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked that in my lifetime I might be able to go to a state and marry one guy from each state. I mean, that's just insane. Oh, my God. What? Like you all are thinking it, bitches. <laughs> I cannot wait because I will have a... You might listen both to, me. to you, listen, Paul. Listen to me. I will have a roll in the hay in Idaho. Okay? Get that. I will... I will. I don't care. I will do him in a pumpkin patch, and then we will go get married. And then I will <laughs> go to Nevada, and we'll have a quickie divorce, and then I'd get married to... Hmm. Who can I get married to in Nevada? Oh, I know. I can get married to Sean Cassidy. Oh, he is so hot. Um, I cannot wait until I start seeing the trend of gay boys going to Vegas and getting married. I cannot wait. That is going to be awesome. And Mm -hmm. on the gay marriage topic, I saw the best message ever. Someone put out there, what does it matter if your neighbor is gay and married? That's it. What does it matter? I do not understand people's um, what's aversion to gay marriage. I don't get it. I just don't get it. If you are straight and you are married and you have issues in your marriage, why the hell do you care if two other people get married of the same sex? What does that do for you? Mm-hmm. Hey, but, one uh, thing I want to one thing I want to say, David, just about what you just said. I, what? I'm kind of. I hope I got the gist of it right when I was listening, but I kind of hope the opposite that people are not going out and just getting married for the hell of it in Vegas, only because we fought this long to get gay marriages to make a mockery of it as straight people do, i.e., like Britney Spears' 55-hour marriage and Kim mm. Kardashian. I would hate that we would follow the same thing. We fought so hard to do it. I would hope that we would have a little bit more respect for the sanctity as opposed to making a mockery. Because I know that was one of my biggest issues was, like, people, um, heterosexuals bitching at, like, gays wanting to be married, yet they could go and get married four and five times, and divorce and quickie marriages and marriages for the gifts, Kim Kardashian. That stuff is, mm. that's okay, but me marrying someone I love is wrong. Okay, I get it. Sorry. But I just kind of hope that doesn't happen. Just It's not, I, I hope... Our, I, I hope our people are a little bit more respectful and not do that. And I think we kind of are. So that's my well, I that. was being flippant, but I do want to see us going and getting married. And what I mean is, today, if you are straight, you can just go and let's say you don't want to pay for a huge wedding. Let's say you just want to make it a very intimate wedding. You can go to Vegas and get married, or you can go to Justice of Peace. That's more what I was talking about. Of course I was joking. I don't want to have 51 husbands. Um, that's, oof, that's a lot. But, um, but I do hope to see pictures of my friends and, and their friends, right. you know, in Vegas getting married. Um, quickie divorces, no. But you know what? We're all human beings, and marriage isn't... Marriage isn't something you get into lightly, but also when you get married, and I I think that we're going to have a lot of this. We've been told we can't marry, so then when we do marry, we get married and we're like, oh, this is not what I thought it was. 
because I know that there are a lot of gay divorces out there now. Um, yeah. Maybe not to the extent of straight, but we're all human. So um, yeah, exactly. But I don't. But I don't love the fact. To Kyle's point, I don't love the fact that you have like Rosie O'Donnell getting married and engaged like seven times. It's like, come on, girl, get it together. Um, same with Ellen. But um, but no, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean, Kyle. Douglas, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, as a, as a young kid, I, you know, growing up, you know, we well, not, I can't speak for everybody, but you know, we we all, you know, gays. We some of us, the romantics in us, I know I'm trying to get my words together here. We you know, we we always thought, you know, we never have a chance to get you know, to get married. Generations before us, you know, even before the ones who started fighting for this, you know, you know, decades ago, but even before that, you know, they never got a chance. So just to know that we now live in a world where approximately thirty five states now you can get married and so much has happened this week with Idaho and all these other states, I can't think of the names right now. You know, I never thought in a million years that I'd be able to get married. Now, unfortunately, my case is a little different. I did get married, but I got married to a woman when I was, you know, 20, 21 years old um, because I didn't think I'd ever get married to a man. I was young and, you know, I, I'd made poor choices. Um, but, you know, now at 40, I'm like, wow, you know, maybe by the time I'm 50, I'd be able to have an actual, you know, be married. But this is a this is a topic that can go either way. You know, some people, you know, believe that what's a piece of paper. You know, there's many people out there that are gay men and, and gay women who had quote merit weddings, but it was before it was legal, and you know, as long as two people love each other. But it also goes to the aspect of you know, you know, some people do it for the taxes and then the insurance and to be able to see their loved one in a hospital. And I mean, so there's a lot more to it now that it's becoming legal. So I'm excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope that everybody that is it has somebody, I hope they have a chance to, to love somebody. And hopefully the three of us will all find that as well. Yeah, and and to your point, that's the reason why I want to get married. And um, it's not, you know, to fulfill a dream, but it's also just because I want to be able to make those decisions. I want to have, you know, our own home together and own real estate together and own, you know, property and and assets and if he gets sick I'm the one that's able to make decisions for him and if he's rich and old then I can actually take him off life support and collect his money and I just want to be the one to do that kind of stuff I don't want to have you know barriers because I'm gay and we're we're in a domestic partnership because that's not that's not fair um, yeah. but also and get, getting back to what I was doing this weekend as I'm reading some of these letters from my friends um, in high school, I had this one friend, Carlene. She's like, she was telling me how she, you know, her problems with the boyfriend. And this was like high school, so 1992, 93. In the note, she actually says, you know, um, Carlene loves, and then she put the, her, her, the, her boyfriend's name at the time. And then she put David loves question mark. And it, it just occurred to me right then and there as I'm reading it. It's like all my friends wanted me to be with somebody, and, and I've wanted to be with somebody, and I've never had that chance. And so now I get to dream of a big wedding. I get to dream of all the other things that they got to dream about. So I just – it was very good to – it was very eye-opening <coughs> to be going through that stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, to uh, – <laughs> the word of the night, to segue into the next topic. Um, 
my high school reunion is next month. It's our 20th. Um, we've had a lot of stuff happen in Aguam High School class in 94. Um, when we were in ninth grade, we had our principal steal all of our money, and he got arrested. Mm-hmm. That was fun. So we never had um, a real fundraiser. So I think we had a five-year and a ten-year, but I don't remember. But um, we do have a 20-year next month, and I'm so excited to see everyone. I've talked to them on Facebook. Um, half of my friends on Facebook are high school people. And I wanted to know from you guys, <clears throat> I feel like my my class is 94. The class of 95 is one, one class below us, and the class of 93 is one class above us. I feel like we're all, like, in a weird sort of way, like, we went through some, like, experience that we're so bonded and we're still friends with each other and we talk nonstop. And what is your experience like for your um, the people that you went to high school with? Now, Kyle, I know that was a long time ago. But if you could remember. JFK was president. I think when I was in high school, that's when Stephen Collins exposed himself to me. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> oh. But, um, anyway. Um, did he take you to seventh heaven? It was my seventh heaven. All righty. <laughs> He's a fine-looking man. Of course, he was a little girls, not men, so. I know. Oh, Oh, goodness. Um, We're so bad. I, I went to my five, but that's still kind of early because you're still kind of familiar with it. Right. And I didn't go to any, right. any of my other reunions because um, mm-hmm. I was in San Francisco and I didn't want to fly out for 20 people. Um, so, mm-hmm. But my relationships with my high school friends, I mean, I don't communicate with them that often. I have one that I still talk with every day, but he and I went to different high schools and we grew up together. Um, we've been mm-hmm. since the sixth, sixth grade, but other people in high school, when I see them, when I go home for the holidays, it's mm-hmm. almost like we catch up for like a, an hour or two, like with, with, you know, we'll go have a glass of wine or get some dinner or something, and it's just like we never left, we, we just pick up where we left off. It's like, it's one of those things where we don't need to talk to each other every day to still be friends, where it's like right. we see each other for the holidays, it's enough. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm good, and you know, because I was, a friend of mine, she could only give me like an hour of her time because she was busy and stuff. And I said, honestly, it's not the quantity of time, it's the quality. It's like, if we, if we spend an hour watching TV and not talking, well, that's just a waste of time. However, we spent right. a good hour and a half laughing and talking and reminiscing. And it's like, it was the best catch up for an hour and a half that I had with her that meant so much. So that's mm-hmm. how I feel about it, especially with my high school friends. But, you know, I've moved away, and they, you know, they, they live elsewhere, and so I try to reconnect when I can. Um, we didn't have a very big class, and so um, and I think out of there, there's only two other gays. There's a gay guy and a gay girl. Um, friends with on Facebook with the girl, we only talk, and the guy, we see each other for holidays when we go back because we live in the same town. But, but that's how it is with me. I mean, you just grow older, and you just grow apart, and, you know, a lot of them are still friends with each other. They, you know, but they were really close in high school, whereas I was close to a few people. And then once I got to college, it, it was a whole different ballgame. Mm. Okay. Douglas? Um, I actually just – so I'm, like, actually the, 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 uh, the cream filling in this Oreo here. I just had my uh, 20-year 20, 20 high school in 
2012, and I was back living in Indiana, so I, that was the first time I went to one. I didn't give a fuck about those people growing up. I mean, they all treat me, most of them treat me like shit. Did the horrible things you you hear about when you see in movies where people are bullied in the trash, thrown in the trash can, in the toilet, beat up, thrown in the, I mean, all that kind of stuff. I went through all that. I didn't want to go through it, but as I got older and more spiritual and stuff, you know, you know, life happens. You know, that's how. That's unfortunately how things are. I don't know how bad it is today, but I just didn't really feel like going uh, to the five, ten, fifteen. But the twenty, I was like, okay, it's been twenty years. Let's just see, you know, how everybody was. And I went, and it was it was held at the casino in my hometown in the in the in this room. And you know, probably out of the three hundred some kids that were in my my class, probably two hundred people showed up. I was really shocked. People flew in from all over the country. And uh, it was it was interesting, and, and I mean, I was like bombarded by all the females, just like, oh my gosh, you look so good. What's coming up about your life? You know, what's you know, and then the men, you know, not dating, you know, they all got fat and bald, most of them, which was kind of funny because you know we always joke about that when we're little. That, oh, we'll probably get mm-hmm. old, you know, bald, bald by then, and it was kind of true. A lot of them, a lot of the guys that I had like obsessive crushes on and wanted to like you know stalk them, like uh, on CBS's new show Stalker, I would have you know thought that they would have been gorgeous, but. They weren't, but it was okay. I won't go to the twenty-five, fifty, a hundred, and all that stuff. I just don't don't care about it. A hundred. I made my presence. Didn't live that long. Well, you know. Oh, um, just uh, just a uh, real quick, David, check your Facebook. Something exciting just happened. Um, breaking news just happened that you can um announce from another topic we had a little bit ago. Okay. So yeah, that was my experience. um. So. I think my thing is, um, I'll get to that in a minute, Doug. Um, My thing is, I just really, like, it's so weird because what I I did was um, I posted some of the the letters and um, the pictures that I found. And do you know, (laughs) it's so funny, do you know the people that defended me in high school still defend me to this day? (laughs) Um, I always felt like, you know, oh, I didn't have a great childhood and blah, 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 and people were picking on me. But you know what? It wasn't people that were picking on me. It was like one or two people because, um, and they're still the way that they are today, and they're still crazy, and they are. So you were always a drama queen. Always. But you know (laughs) what, though? I want you to go look at this, Kyle. I, I might even tag you on it. The love that I got from telling these people thank you for defending me in high school. It was amazing. It was like the, these people remembered it to a T. Um, this kid, John Ingham, he was really tall, and he was built like a football player. I didn't have a crush on him ever, but he was in some of my classes, and he was one of the popular kids in my grade. And I thought, oh, I want to be popular, and and I, I want to hang out with John. Well, Unbeknownst to me, John was defending me to other people who would say crap about me, you know. And he even said today, he's like, you know what, if somebody was picking on you, I'd beat them up. And I'm like, wow, John, you're like a father of three. How are you still emotionally attached to this memory? But um, I honestly believe that I wouldn't have survived in today's high school society. These kids are so mean. Here's an example. In my Spanish class, I had said that um, I'd been picking on, I'd been picked on by this kid. Um, in Aguam, it was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade that was in our junior high. They recently put sixth grade up there, so I was in seventh grade and Marco was in eighth. 
he would pick on me guys so bad. And I'm not talking about, he, he never touched me. Never, never touched me. He called me the N-word. He called me a fag. He called me a spear chucker, a jungle bunny. And he wouldn't just say it under his breath. He would scream it at the top of his lungs. Teachers were there, and they didn't do anything because they knew my half-brother who was there and who was a troublemaker. So they thought I was like that. So one day I went to class, Spanish class, and I remember it was Mrs. Sasso's, Senora Sasso's Spanish class, and I was in class with all the popular kids. And we were doing a homework assignment, like a group assignment, and I said, you know, I don't think anyone would care if I died. I really don't. And I went about my day, and I, you know, did whatever I wanted, went to classes. The next day, the teacher pulled me aside and said, um, I have a concern. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And Kevin Willard, one of the popular kids that was in my class, he was there. Kevin heard you say that you wanted to kill yourself. Oh, I didn't really mean it. And from there, I talked to the student psychologist. Basically, Kevin saved my life, because I don't know if I would have. I was... I had a hard time at home. I had a hard time at school. I think it was then that I started to hang out with the popular kids, and that's when they started defending me. But, you know, reading those notion letters brought me so far back there, and I just want to say to all those kids that are going through what they're going through at high school, do not make a permanent decision for a temporary situation. Because had I killed myself or done some sort of harm to myself, I wouldn't be here with these two lovely men. I wouldn't have gotten my books out. I wouldn't be as happy as I am. And I think through through experience you learn that. But, God, I just... I just wish these kids had people to um, to go to instead of hurting themselves. I mean, the suicides are getting younger and younger. I heard an 11-year-old kill themselves. Like, this is, it's just insane. So, so yeah, sorry, I went off on a tangent. But um, <laughs> what Doug tweeted me was that um, Alaska, oh, Miss Palin, she can see Russia from her house, um, Alaska's ban on gay marriage was struck down by the federal judge. So that's awesome. Yep. Just we can now. add one more state. Oh, <laughs> we can add one more I think it's up 36 um, now. I'm sure we'll hit 36. 50 before, yeah, maybe yeah. before the end of the year, next year. I, it's amazing. So. Now, Puerto Rico, that's the 51st state. Did they, what, is, what is their thing? I don't know. I'll have to get on that. You get on it. I don't know. Kyle mentioned um, Stephen Colling. So, if you've been living under a rock, Stephen Colling, uh, why don't you explain it, Kyle? Go ahead and explain. Stephen Collins is the hot, hairy guy that played that priest on Seventh Heaven. He was also in First Wives Club and other Yes, stuff. he was. Um, going through a nasty divorce, and apparently there was this recording coming out where he was in, I guess it was a session with his wife and a therapist, when he admitted to exposing himself to minors way back when, and it was released. They're blaming the wife. She's saying she didn't, but she released the the tapes to the police department because it's against the law, um, but they don't know how it got into the media. So right now, that's happening, and then 
you know, his part in Ted 2 was cut. They're, they're pulling episodes of Seventh Heaven off of the air. And just anything that he's associated with is coming down. So it's pretty much crashing around him. Yeah, and guess what? He was supposed to appear on Scandal. They cut him from that. Which is you have to redo that whole insane. episode. Mm-hmm. What's that? They have to, you know, they have to redo that episode because you know you you just can't cut scenes out and then. Well, no, he was hired minutes. by them. He was hired to do a role, and then they just didn't. They fired him. They they haven't filmed the scenes yet. I don't think. Oh, okay, good, good, good. So they'll get somebody else, but that show, <laughs> scandal, right? Scandal. Um. I was so sad to hear this. And and just to let you guys know, just like Kyle said, this happened back in the day. It doesn't excuse it. But he, he's not saying that he did it recently. He's just saying back in 1979 when Kyle was 14, they um, he exposed himself to a couple of girls, one of them being her 11-year-old sister. And he mm. must have been in his, what, 20s? Whoa. And he made her touch his junk. I mean, I could do that now. Shit. Um, But I I have a feeling that two things are going to happen. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. One thing is somebody from Seventh Heaven is going to say, oh, my God, he did this to me. Blah, 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 blah. And number two, he is going to try to harm himself. I have a feeling both things will happen. I hope to God I'm wrong, but I really have a feeling that this is this is just the tip of the scandalous iceberg. Mm-hmm. Kyle, um, Doug, sorry, what are your thoughts? No, I was just going to say, um, you know, this has also you know been all over uh, you know hot topics everywhere this week, and and uh, Rosie, of course, uh, on the View had mentioned some stuff and. You know the fact that they're taking uh, they they have they've taken Seventh Heaven off the air uh, of the sh- of the channel called Up TV I believe it is um, and it's mm-hmm. in syndication elsewhere. Um, you know when those when reruns are in syndication, people still get paid. It's not a lot, but they still mm-hmm. get paid for reruns. You know they still get residual checks. It's not fair to the other cast members for this show to be taken mm-hmm. off the air. I don't believe because they didn't do it. So the show needs to be brought back because it's not the other hundreds of people in the crew and everybody else that's part of the show. That show lasted so many years. Well, and I I agree. I get that. But also the networks have to look out what's best for them because if they bring Keep It Back just just so the actors can get residuals, if no one's watching the network anymore, then... The network doesn't exist, and the no, show is not air. No, no. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. But I, I, I mean, admit, the thing is, it's like I, I get it. It's, it's no, exactly. It's like it has not only does it have repercussions with his career and with these kids, but yes, you are taking money out of this uh, the other cast who's like who you know made the show and they deserve this money as well because it's their lives. That's what they did. He's basically because of this. It, you know, ruining it could ruin other people financially because maybe that's like, especially the child actors. That's what you know they were planning for. You know, I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as for bringing it back, I mean, I just got to play devil's advocate. It's like the network has to look out for number one because if there's no network, then there's no show anyway. So I've never even heard about TV, so I don't really know. Me either. I don't know it. They'll probably get ratings now because people have heard of them. Yeah. 
So, okay. um, yeah, uh, that was pretty <laughs> – I was shocked. You know, I yeah. was first shocked when the principal from Ferris Bueller got caught with thousands of images of child porn. That shocked me. This mm-hmm. lowered me. I, I was driving yeah. when I heard it. And I, was, I, I clutched my pearls and I just gasped, you know. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Um, and and what is, what's so contradictory about this is look at the role he played on Seventh Heaven. There's no, contradiction. there's no contradiction. There's no contradiction. He did exactly what a reverend word. should be doing. Mm. Oh, oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> oh, whatever. He was just he was just researching the role because it was coming back. That's all he was doing. Look at the time. <laughs> look at the time. Oh. oh, we're not done yet, Kyle. Hold on. Oh, okay. Just like the trick said, we ain't done yet, girl. No, shut up. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So what if you guys, I guess I should just ask Doug because I know Kyle hasn't. Um, Getting to our favorite topic, Young and the Restless, what do you think about Gina now that she's actually got lines? Well, uh, this is very I'm going to put you guys on mute while you talk about this so I can go throw up. Oh. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye bye. Um, actually, or I'll just hang up. No, 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 we're not. Don't hang up okay. because we 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 got a few more things. I'm sure, or a couple more things. So we that I want your input. We want your input on. But anyway, I'll make it quick. Um, I didn't watch Dina on other shows. Uh, I, the Dina that I watched on um, Guardian Light was played by um, uh, Wendy. Uh, Wendy, thank you. Um, so I didn't I didn't catch her there, and I didn't catch her on ABC, but. Uh, you know, of course, as we talked about on the show, you know, her she's in bed for weeks, you know, almost two months, seems like. Um, and she's she's back now. She's talking. She's you know she's had some 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 uh, dialogue with almost everybody that's involved with her character. But it's for me, mm-hmm. it's just so tough. But there's a couple times I see a little Stafford. Not that I'm asking for her to replace, but, you know, because there's no way mm-hmm. you can replace. But I see a little feistiness in her that I mm-hmm. that Red used to give when Stafford yeah. was there. Um, she's back in bed because she's in the fucking hospital. I need her out of that bed. I need her to be up and in Sharon's face or, you know, get back to the way that Phyllis was. This bed stuff has got to go. I'm tired of it. But anyway, mm. I, I mean, she's doing good. It's just I can't really – I don't know her previous work. So, I mean, you do. So you give her mm-hmm. Hail Marys because she's amazing. I don't, I don't know that yet because I'm still – but see, it's weird because I'm watching General Hospital and I'm seeing Phyllis – in my visually on my head over on as Nina over there, so it's it's weird to watch both. Yeah, um, when she came back on as Dinah, she's a, obviously like you said, you watched Wendy, so Gina was a recast. Everyone was up in arms because they were like, "Oh no, you can't replace Wendy! Oh no, you cannot replace Wendy! There is only one Dinah," and it's like, guys, mm-hmm. Wendy was a recast. But um, yeah. the thing about hers, when she came on as Dinah, Dinah was Phyllis without any sort of marble. She was crazier than crazy. And over the years, she Mm -hmm. got less crazy. So Mm -hmm. her as Phyllis, I see the Dinah. I'm seeing Dinah, but I'm Mm -hmm. also seeing, like you said, Phyllis. She's got Mm -hmm. that, um, I'm not sure if she remembers or not, but she doesn't want people to know if she remembers or not. That's Phyllis. Phyllis mm-hmm. would, would do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the way that exactly. she smiles and the way that she tilts mm-hmm. her head, oh, that is so Phyllis. I love, I think, yep. that, I personally think that, that Gina studied 
tapes of uh, uh, what's her name, Michelle, Michelle. and I think mm-hmm. she incorporated her own version of it because there mm-hmm. are some things that she's doing. I'm like, oh my, and I said hallelujah when they put her in the dress that she fell in the stairway because we finally feel like she's completely replacing her. Like, hopefully we see recreated scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like there's more chemistry between her and Joshua Morrow, more chemistry mm-hmm. with her and um, Avery. I feel like they look more like sisters than um, Stafford and her mm-hmm. and Jessica. Mm-hmm. I still don't see the chemistry between her and Bergman. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. And, and, and what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about um, Kelly's reaction to all of this? Normal. And, and I mean, this is the first legitimate reason they can break up. Legitimate, because the yeah. other ones have yeah. been puny reasons. But um, if I was her, I'd peace out too. Hell, I might even yeah. pull a Stephen Collins and, and hook up with my brother because he's hot. Um, <laughs> sorry, he is hot, and that boy got on. Oh my god! I, I know. I love it. When, I love when you post pictures <sighs> of it. It cracks me up. I couldn't help it. There was this scene where it's like the cameraman must have been gay or a woman because they focused in on Stitch's ass, and I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." His butt is so nice. You could put a small baby on it, and he wouldn't even know. In yeah. fact, I think that's where Connor is. You can't find Connor? Look on his ass. <laughs> For real. My God. Um, just are one more question. I, yeah, I'm sure we are. Just, I just want to ask uh, David one more thing. Uh, what, what do you think about this where Victor thinks that this whole paternity thing is faith? Why, what do you think about that? This came out of nowhere. I, we never questioned faith's paternity. And it was always summer. So what do you think about this? potential. I don't understand. I mean, I get how Mariah got it confused because in in Mariah's head, there's no question of who Summer's father was. We've we've got that nailed down shut. It's Jack. But I can see where Mariah got confused. I don't understand. I mean, this is what Victor would do. He would go full tilt on it. I get it. But I just, it's kind of out of left field for me. I don't get it. Yeah, Kyle. Now I'm gonna ask but, you because I talked to I talked to Dallas last night on Twitter about Days of Our Lives. You know, because the big my my timeline was filled Friday with uh, the death of EJ. So uh, tell us a little bit about you know what happened there and was it was was him was the way that he went out worthy of of uh, of his character and the history? Yeah, he's dead. He got shot. Done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, no, I mean, all right. No, I mean, it's, it's serious. I mean, it's just like that's basically what happened. It's like um, I think he went – I, I, I kind of like the fact that he went out in a way where it's not like, who killed EJ? I mean, we know Dan Mayall who did it. It was someone they brought yeah. in, you know, who worked for him. So that was kind of interesting that we're not going through a whole other murder mystery. Now mm-hmm. it's more like they're going to – you know, they'll eventually find out it was Clyde's doing, but it's like the thing is now it's like – the grieving, staff coming to town, all that other stuff. So it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, give um, Allison Sweeney some definitely great Emmy reel info, and so same with James Scott. But um, yeah, I was surprised it happened so soon. But it'll be interesting to see how they're gonna write Sammy out. Oh, yeah. she's gonna win because she she threw a drink on herself. Remember that's that's the theme that she should submit. 
<laughs> That's the best scene of all time. But right now, I mean, <laughs> right now the show's more interesting, right? Because you've got Kristen on there, and it's like the Teresa unraveling. It's like that's kind of fun. The rest of the stuff, it's just kind of like I'm kind of over. I'm just kind of fast forwarding the whole. I mean, granted, I could look at JJ nonstop. Um, mm. But oh, do you ever realize? Do you guys follow him on Instagram or Twitter? Casey no, Lawrence? no, I don't. Oh. Well, let's just say, I guess Daisy Reliance has a thing against young guys and hairy chests because he's got a hairy chest when he's not filming. Yeah, he and does. it's all shaved when he does. So. But um, mm. a lot of the other shows I'm kind of fast-forwarding, but it's like it's it's getting interesting. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, and, and he's uh, got a girlfriend. When I found out yeah, he had a girlfriend, I stopped following him. Well, my <laughs> thing is, like, at least the kids on Days are not as obnoxious. They kind of limit Sierra's appearances. Um, now, thankfully, but um, not as obnoxious as frickin' Spencer Cassidy on General Hospital. That he really How dare shit you? Out of me. How dare I oh love my that little God. The scenes with the waffles this week was, or pancakes were fantastic. Don't uh, could, about could, they get him, could they get him some flippers so his teeth look straight? I mean, oh, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> you are such a bitch. And you know what? And buy some for Britta as well, Britt. Ooh, don't Britta. say nothing bad about Britt because her boyfriend will come after you, bitch. I'm after really? you. Really? Oh, he well, did. I mean, he did already. Well, he just needs. I, I, you know, I love Morgan, but it's like the new hairstyle, sweetie. I can see your scalp. I mean, kind of. <gasps> oh shit! Maybe he's following after his father. I, I noticed um, that. Oh my god, I noticed that this week. I, when he looked, when he bent mm-hmm. down to pick up something, I saw that back yeah. there. I didn't realize. That was what was going on. Um, yeah. But he needs to move over to MTV's team wolf anyway. So. Wait, he is? Oh. No, I said he, he needs to because oh. he looks like a wolf. Oh, but did you he guys see that? Um, did you guys, do you guys watch GH? Oh, yeah, I, I do. Every I day. don't. Okay. So did you see Julian remark to Alexa? Like, it's almost time for what? The Golden Girls. Ryan got me on, hooked on it. That was kind of funny. Oh, dear. That, 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 that was, was funny. funny. And my favorite part this week is the when uh, Nina, you know, Stafford, was uh, arguing with Franco and then forgot that she was in the hospital room and ran out yeah. Yeah, to that go was after pretty him. Cool. That was and pretty cool. Silas like, was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I thought you couldn't walk. Oh, it was, I thought that was great. And Stafford. But I'm I mean, sorry, that, that stupid Carly necklace is just, I mean, they had to figure out a way to Franco to find out about it, but it's, it is, I, I agree with Sonny, that's the ugliest damn thing I ever saw. <laughs> and it's so big. I mean, you can see the like, camera Carly, out of it. Carly, take it off if you're going to have sex. <laughs> okay. All On right. your son's right. sofa. Hmm. What is up? With, yeah. You know, when I used to watch it, I never understood what is up with Carly's house. Like when Franco and her got into a fight, he didn't sleep in the guest room. He slept on a couch. How many bedrooms do they have in there? Two. Girl, they don't have all that much. They they, they can only repurpose a set so many times. Look at Days of Our Lives. They only have one office that they use for everything. Well, I believe it with Days because the clothing on Days is horrible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Um. Yeah. So those are the only topics that I had. Um. With that, I guess we're gonna end. Kyle, do you have any final parting words? Um. Have a great week, you guys. I'll. Talk to you in two weeks. I'm going to San Francisco next weekend. 
Okay, that is gay. That's a little too gay, girl. Calm it down. Take your ballerina dress off. You can't. I'm sorry. I've been away from my home for three months. It's, I get to see my friends. I'm going to a wedding. I'm just really excited to go home. Check it out. That's that, that's awesome. We'll post pictures. Yeah, I'm nice. not those pictures. <laughs> oh, no, sweetie. Oh, sweetie. Um, I, I, I only send those to Dallas. Oh, which he prom- which he promptly deletes. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, um, all I want to say was um, earlier we were talking about um, you know Brittany who was uh, ending her life unfortunately uh, sadly um, but there's a uh, I was gonna I wanted to segue into this but I'll just do it real quick there's a new film that's coming out in December but I actually got a screener of it and I watched it over the weekend and I bawled my eyes out through the whole thing over the summer everybody knows about the ALS challenge that was going on with the eye with the ice all over the place you know and they raised tens of tens of millions of dollars, which was great. But there's a new movie that has Hilary Swank, Amy Rotham, and Josh Demel in it called You're Not You. And it's a drama that centers around a pianist played by uh, Hilary Swank, who has been diagnosed with ALS. And she uh, has a, you know, like a, an aide that takes care of her, who, who is Amy Rotham, who's like this punk rock singer type thing, totally opposite what you would think of someone taking care of someone like this that's in this condition. Um, but... This movie had me cry, and so much more than any film that I have seen in a very long time. I, I see Oscar written all over it, I, if it gets into that category. But I recommend everybody to go see it in December when it does come out, and it is, uh, it's just it's just wonderful. I mean, I literally cried for the whole the whole movie. But it's 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 just because it's just so current with what happened over the summer, with all, with all the uh, um, you know the notice that they did and uh, on uh, ALS. So that's all I have to say is go to go see it. Nice. There's a ton of movies coming now toward getting that we're getting towards the end of the year. There's, you're going to see a lot of um, kids movies Oscar that Bates. will be going on DVD and Oscar bait. Yes. Um, the, the blockbuster movies, we're done with that season. Now we're going into the Oscar season. So this should oh, be interesting girl, to see. Hmm? Who's, you guys saw Gone Girl or no? Yeah. 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 Okay, so... I just want to say, because the new movies that are coming out, during the, the weirdest thing during Gone Girl for the trailers is that not only did you see the Fifty Shades of Grey hunky Jamie Dornan preview, but I also got to see mm. this movie with Bradley Cooper called American Sniper that Clint Eastwood directed about this killer. You know, he's a basically, you know, sniper in the war or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. I going to kill this. Think about killing this kid. And it's open December 25th. It's like, um, that movie doesn't really scream Christmas to me. So I don't know if I'm going to go well, see it on December 25th, but I am going to go see Little Urban Annie. That's what I'm going to go see. With oh, Lord. Let me tell you something. There was a Christmas, and I think it's two Christmases ago. I went to see a movie that you're going to be like, what? Girl with the Dragon Tattoo came out on Christmas Day. Oh, I saw it on Oh, Christmas. wow. And you, no, you just I never think, know no, what's going to come out on I Christmas Day. I saw it on Thanksgiving. I saw it Thanksgiving. Oh, I saw it on Christmas. Yep. Oh. It opened earlier um, in San Francisco. Well, you're not in San Francisco anymore, bitch. I know. I'm in New York. It's still yeah. going to open early, bitch. <laughs> Just like your legs. Okay, with that being said. <laughs> your legs is always open. 24 minutes. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> he's got a driver up waiting <laughs> down. Time flies when you're, you know, the rest. Being a bitch. Um, so, for all of you that Follow us faithfully. Thank you. 
Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be um, on air next week. The week after we will be because Kyle's going to be whoring himself and Doug is going to be on a date and being hold. And, um, wow, Dallas, I don't know what Dallas is going to be doing. Probably with Jealous his husband and his cat. And I'm going to be moving, so can't wait for that. Um, but, again, thank you guys for listening. We have a blast hanging out together and talking together. And after the show last week, um, Kyle took off his bitch hat, and he actually sent out a really fun tweet, and it was just really sweet. Maybe somebody else wrote it. And um, We almost went the whole show without a siren. God. <laughs> no, it, there was a siren earlier. <laughs> there was a siren. Oh, okay. I just chose to ignore it. Um, but also, Sorry. speaking of sirens, I just want to say this last bit. There's going to be a Sex in the City 3. I'm so excited. I have no words right now. Um, you and I, don't know, I was thinking of that, that would be a dream for at least a couple minutes. Okay. I'm learning how to work the mute button. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I'm so, I just thought of Sirens, and then I thought of Kyle, and then I thought of New York, and that's how I thought of Jackson City. Um, oh. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And um, hopefully I'll be able to go to the New York premiere. I'll sleep on Kyle's couch, pull out couch, hopefully, because this bitch ain't sleeping on, you know, shabby shoes. And, um, yeah, I'm so excited. I ain't got no couch. Bitch, you better invest in a couch. <laughs> so, um, but once again, thank you guys for joining me this week. Can't wait. We're going to have, like, backed up issues, just like, Kyle's ass. Um, backed up issues the week after, and yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Going to be all four. Yep. Yep. Thanks again for listening, guys. Talk to you guys on um, on social media. All right. Bye. 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 Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.